Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to our Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. Have fun, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Coast to Coast AM's mobile app. And always remember to log on to our website at coasttocoastam.com for daily articles, the best paranormal information, and all you need to know about your favorite guests. And now you can become a Coast Insider directly through the Coast mobile app. We welcome our international listeners and even offer a free two-week trial. So don't delay. Become an insider today. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Jeffrey Seelman back with us. Professional clearing expert, teacher, author, psychic, and exorcist. Jeffrey, welcome back. How have you been? George, I've been great. Thanks so much for having me back on the show. I cannot believe how bad it is out there with negative energy, Jeffrey, but it's everywhere, isn't it? It's worse than ever, George. Uh, last time we talked about this, uh, you know, the same thing, and here we are, uh, you know, so much worse. Um, people are not getting along. Countries are not getting along. Leaders are not getting along. Uh, families are breaking up, and this is all due to negative emotional energy generated by people and also negative spirits and demonic spirits as well. Well, let's point those out tonight and tell people how they can uh, cope with this and fight it off, to be sure. How did you get involved in this a long time ago? I was born with psychic ability. Psychic ability is nothing more than perception. We all have some. We're all very perceptive. I had a lot of unusual experiences when I was growing up. I was able to see spirits. I was able to feel emotional energy around me in the classroom which made me kind of uncomfortable, and, uh, and so I kind of shut my mouth about it a little bit. It was not real popular with the teachers at the time back in the 1960s when I was growing up. And so uh, during high school, didn't mention it, went into the Air Force after high school, did not really mention it at all to anybody. Uh, after I got out, uh, the psychic ability was running strong, and I started studying uh, different kinds of uh, comparative religions, uh, the nature of good and evil, spirit communication, a lot of different kinds of uh, concepts and ideas. And I brought the whole thing to the public uh, later on, uh, very early, uh, about 1990 or so, when I brought it to the public. Uh, I was involved with a group that was kind of an, interested in this kind of thing, a couple of them had some problems, and they had no way to solve them. They asked me to do it, and I solved them very quickly by going into their living environments and clearing out some very negative emotional energy and also negative spirits. They were so impressed, they said, you know, Jeffrey, you got to take this to the public. And I did. I started out with a small uh, ad in the newspaper, and uh, that led to an appearance on the only television show that was on at the time that dealt with psychic anything, it was called Sightings. And I did a, a really interesting exorcism in a condominium where three young ladies were having, young professional women actually, were having uh, terrible problems. They were seeing shadows behind their shower curtains, uh, in, were waking up with indentations next to them in their beds. And it's a three-bedroom thing. All of them had separate bedrooms. And uh, so I, I did that, and I was successful. Uh, they let me, the cameras let me do my own thing, and I, uh, uh, it kind of went on from there. Uh, just became more well-known, did a lot of radio shows, uh, national TV shows. 
And uh, a lot of clearings, George, you know, a lot of clearings of people, property, and also businesses. And here I am all these years later doing the same thing, except for now things are really bad. You know, before it was kind of like once in a while type of thing, and I was working in the daytime, and now I'm doing this full time, and, and I have been for quite a while. Jeffrey, have you ever been hurt emotionally or psychically by some of these demonic forces? Good question, George. I have, uh, but it's always been when I'm not working. When I'm working, uh, I am always looking out for it. And so my, my guard is up, my defenses are up. But uh, when I'm out and just, you know, having a good time, I go to concerts, I'm a music collector, mm-hmm. I go to festivals, all this kind of thing. I have been hit a few times by demonic spirits. I gave a speech uh, and stayed overnight at a haunted mansion uh, one time uh, against my better judgment, but I did anyways. It's kind of a famous place, and uh, I slept overnight there for a couple of nights, and the second night I woke up and there was this weird creature above me singing a very, very awful lullaby, and that was kind of a spell or kind of an incantation and I just felt terrible for about three days, and that was real scary. Tell us about bad spirits on the Internet, and how did you key in on that? Bad spirits on the Internet, I wrote uh, just in the last couple of months. It's an essay about uh, how negative emotional energies affect every one of us when we're on the Internet, and how these emotional energies can be amplified by other living people, by different forces in the media, meaning just uh, things that we read and see and videos we see on the Internet, uh, news I'm talking about, but also negative spirits and demonic spirits, which have a vested interest in amplifying our emotional energies so we get angrier and angrier at our fellow human beings. And uh, Bad Spirits on the Internet was written so that people understand that there are some minds behind the minds, our minds, that we're not always alone when we think we're alone. And so it it goes into this kind of uh, philosophy, which is my belief that we're not always alone when we're on the Internet, that sometimes we're being propelled by the anger of other people, Sometimes we're being propelled by the anger of negative spirits, which are just people who are dead and have a bad attitude to continue to do negative things after they have passed on. And then there is such a thing as demonic spirits, and demonic spirits are a whole different level of being. They're sort of the counterpart of angels, and they can put a huge amount of emotional energy into our body's energy fields by throwing their rage and anger at us and amplifying our anger and making a little thing out to be a big thing, and pretty soon we're warring against each other. And Bad Spirits on the Internet gives uh, a couple of uh, techniques and methods for people to use in order to uh, stop that from happening. We can defend ourselves against negative emotional energies and negative spirits We just have to know the techniques. We have to know the science, and I call it non-physical science. Uh, Bad Spirits on the Internet also goes into a little bit about my 
uh, personal history as well, just a small part of it. Mm-hmm. It also goes into the history of communication and oh, things like social media and how social media can be uh, very enlightening but also very dangerous. Yeah, they were talking uh, with a study about how social media has caused massive depression in young people. Absolutely. I think that uh, for some people it was their first library card. And so that there's nothing else to look at besides, you know, we studied many books when we were young, all different kinds of opinions, all different kinds of angles towards things. But on the Internet, we don't know what is real and what is not real. What people are saying, is it factual or is it not factual? And so that's one problem right there. The, and also being overwhelmed by information and communication from people that we would never run into normally in our daily lives. But people kind of gather in these groups on the Internet and also social media, and uh, we're just not used to it. You know, I kind of likened it in the essay, Bad Spirits, on the Internet to the early party line of the telephone, George. You know, it's, it's kind of like we're just not quite used to the Internet yet. It's still new technology. Um, I was working for an Internet company uh, back in 2000 in the daytime. I was doing Star Quitter at night. And the very first thing they taught us was the Internet is nothing more than a group of computers hooked together. Nothing more than a group of computers hooked together. So that means everybody's in our living room all of a sudden. That's right. That's right. That's really dangerous. Now, when you talk about these bad spirits, are they literally inside or outside? Uh, essentially outside. There's such a thing as possession, and we have talked about that. And, uh, but I, I think that, that spirits don't need to be inside of us in order to affect us. All they have to do is focus in on us, focus in on us when we are on the Internet, and they throw rage and anger at us. It's kind of like a good example would be if we're in a store and we're in a line and we suddenly feel something behind us, and it may be the person standing behind us. I think everybody might be able to relate to this one. Uh, Somebody standing behind us that wishes we had less stuff in our shopping cart. (laughs) And, and, and it's true, and, and so we feel these eyes boring into us, these feelings boring into us, like, I just, you know, wish you weren't there. Then I could get through the line much quicker and get out of here. It's just, it's just human nature. But also that some people do it deliberately, try to amplify our anger. Some people who are, have lots of different maybe YouTube channels or whatever, and I'm not knocking YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel, but... It can be used for good or for ill, and also uh, with negative spirits and, and also demonic spirits, two different kinds of spirits, that essentially that they can focus in on people that are making important decisions. They can focus in on people that are getting angrier and thinking about maybe doing something about it and, and throwing their rage and anger at us just like a human would. So we know if we're standing in a room and somebody around us is feeling angry. We all have had that experience where people uh, are getting angry and we feel it and we know it. We can just tell that that person is angry, but we, they haven't said anything. 
The same thing is true with people. The same thing is true with spirits. That spirits, uh, they're not stupid. They're just us when we don't have a physical body. And some of them have bad intentions. And they love to be frivolous. They love to, uh, the negative ones. Most spirits are good, by the way. But the negative ones are plentiful. And they will attack human beings. And one way to do it is for them not to be seen, of course. We can't see non-physical things, usually. And they throw our, uh, their own anger and their own rages, whether they're real or not. They simply get angry. Right. They feel angry. And so negative spirits are extremely unhappy. Uh, negative people are extremely unhappy, even if they act happy. And they're throwing their, their rage and anger out there, which is amplifying our rage and anger, kind of like a lightning rod effect uh, one might get with uh, road rage. You know, that we were driving down the road and somebody, you know, does something, they cut us off or whatever's going to be, and suddenly we all turn into these mad killers. It's like, oh, I'm going to kill that guy, you know. And I'm just using an example of how we think when we're driving, you know. It's kind of like, how can they do that? We get really angry. Right, or they chase them or something like that. Absolutely, and just the average nice person suddenly gets really angry, and that really is like the lightning rod effect, I call it, you know, where essentially somebody else can get their emotional energy through our defenses, which very often we have none, and activate our emotional energies for good or for ill. The good stuff we don't have to talk about here. The negative stuff is what is important. And so the negative stuff can be activated, and suddenly we're full of anger and rage, and we can possibly act upon it, especially people that really don't ha are not well-grounded, are not very stable. Uh, and so I'm not speaking about everybody, but there's enough people out there, and I think everybody can probably relate to getting angry when they read something on uh, the Internet, when they see something, a video, uh, some kind of news report, and they get really, we get angry. We all, we all do. It's human nature. I used to have a buddy who passed away a few years ago, Jeffrey, who would send me clips of every Internet thing that he saw that was uh, negative. And he was just into that. And I kept telling him, John, don't send me this stuff. I don't want to see it. But he seemed obsessed with it. Is that part of what you're talking about? Absolutely. Uh, I think that the human race generally, I'm speaking generally, we're obsessed with negativity right now. We're obsessed with hatred. We're uh, obsessed with our differences all these kinds of things. There's, we could go on and on about it, what we're obsessed about and what we're angry about, but we certainly are angry. And, of course, I am generalizing here, but just the human race itself, we're going through some kind of big change right now, George. And we are, as a people, as a human race, we are very angry right now. We're also very frightened, and, and we have good reason to be. A lot of things are going on in our world right now that is not pleasant, and uh, a lot of people are losing their jobs, and uh, we don't know our directions, we're worried about climate uh, issues uh, and things like that. And so there's a lot of reasons for people to be scared and a lot of reasons for people to be angry, and I understand that anger. The issue is to not let it get out of control, and we have let it get out of control. How can you use the Internet, Jeffrey, without being bombarded by these 
psychic vampires and demonic forces? There's only one way to do it, George, and that is that we, each of us, need to protect ourselves and learn how to create a stronger energy field. If we create a stronger energy field with a couple of simple techniques, then what we see, which is probably going to be negative because most, say, news outlets don't report anything positive. It's all negative, and it's 24 hours a day. And so we need to strengthen our energy fields even just a little bit. And it's really easy, and it's, it's scientific, and that way it, it blocks out the negativity. It, it doesn't stop uh, anybody from uh, uh, understanding what they're seeing or anything. So it's, it's not some jaded way of looking at things. It's a way of simply not letting other people's negative emotional energies and what they're saying or what they're reporting get to us or what, they're, what we're reading you know, so that we read it with a, sort of a, a better eye, a stronger sense of who we are, that, we're, that this is somebody's opinion, not necessarily fact. And, we, you know, everybody's got an opinion out there. We walk into a library, and it's a hall of opinions, really. You know, we have facts, and we have opinions, we have nonfiction, and fiction. And so... Uh, the same is true of the Internet. Everything we see is not necessarily a fact. Some of it is just people's opinions. Mm-hmm. We have to learn the difference and discern that. But the way to really stop it all is to simply strengthen our energy fields and become stronger and stronger, each one of us as human beings. That's what I do when I teach people how to do that uh, through my different uh, lessons I have. Now, most people use the Internet, but if you don't, is this still an issue for them? Oh, certainly. Uh, negative spirits uh, don't care about the Internet as far as they'll attack anybody. And so uh, they'll attack a child in their cradle. And so they'll look for people who are alone and trying to avoid every little bit of media, every little bit of ele- electronics, every little bit of anything. And it's not going to work because... Negative spirits hone in on people that have problems. They focus in on people that are vulnerable. And so the Internet itself really doesn't have a lot to do with it. But most of us are on the Internet. The Internet's not going anywhere. Uh, I am not somebody who really believes that it should. You know, just like the telephone was a great invention, but we had to, you know, get used to it. We had to get used to party lines first, kind of like we have right now with the Internet. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the, you know, the Internet is here to stay. And I'm one of these psychics that's a little bit different. I know a lot of psychics, and, and a lot of them kind of shy away from Internet stuff. And I'm not one of those people. I actually have a lot of electronics going on at my home, a lot of communi- communication systems. Give us an example, Jeffrey of a uh, bad spirit that may have approached somebody on the Internet. Tell us how that that happened. Okay. Um, All of us are paying attention to world events right now, and we should be. A lot of important things happening. And so we're looking at what we're reading or viewing, a video or something to read, the news possibly, And what we don't realize is sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes 
there is someone behind us or next to us that is watching us, and they're feeding into our reaction to what we are seeing, what we're reading, what we're feeling. And so that's what negative spirits do, George. They actually, they're all telepathic. Telepathic uh, communication is nonverbal communication. And so they can read our minds. All spirits can read minds. They know all of our secrets. We don't have any secrets. So they're all visible to all spirits. This is just natural. So all they really have to do is come close to us or even not so close to us because there is no such thing as distance on a non-physical level. In the non-physical universe, what we call heaven, there's no such uh, thing is distance. And what they do is they, they throw their own feelings at us, essentially. So if we're angry, if we're getting angry about something that we see, what we're reading, or, or we're feeling about uh, a world leader or our own leaders uh, in the United States or Europe or anywhere else around the world, and they know what we're thinking and they know what makes us angry, and so they might throw thoughts at us. They might throw just plain emotional energy at us. These things are very powerful. Thoughts have a charge to them. Uh, our thoughts are not just things that happen inside of our heads. They actually have an emotional charge, and when we think them, they actually propel outside of our system. Spirits know this. And they do the same thing. And so they will come close to us or stand back a little ways. doesn't matter. We can't see them anyways. And then they will actually throw this energy or add some of their own thoughts because they are telepathic. And so maybe all of these ideas are not our own. Most of them are. But when the wind is right and we're not protecting ourselves, and most of us are not, especially when we're angry, that they'll throw emotional energy at us. It'll get through right, right through our defenses, right through into our energy fields, into our emotional states of mind. If we're angry, we get angrier. If we're happy, we get happier. But that's good spirits, and that's another subject. But for negative spirits... Their goal is to amplify our feelings, amplify our anger towards other people, amplify our angers towards ourselves, amplify our angers towards people we love, people we don't love, and to get us to be angrier, get us to react more, and suddenly uh, we'll look at the world right now. Uh, we have divided families, we have a divided United States, divided Europe, divided Asia, and so we're not really speaking to each other anymore. We're just arguing back and forth. It's a perfect time for negative spirits to come in and essentially try to finish us off. What's more dangerous, Jeffrey, negative spirits or demonic forces? Good question. Demonic uh, spirits are the counterpart of angels. There's the old story about uh, demonic spirits being uh, fallen angels. I think such things can be true, 
But I also think that demonic spirits are a wholly different kind of being, and they simply don't like human beings. They're very, very powerful, and just like someone like me teaches people how to protect themselves, they also know how to create, know how to create tools that are made of non-physical energy in the shape of emotions and actually throw them at us sort of like darts or swords or spears or laser beams or any way they want to shape their thoughts, demonic spirits are very, very powerful, and they have been even known to affect physical reality and also affect people on a physical level. And, and not many spirits can do that. Uh, the average person who is dead, who is passed on, I don't believe anybody really dies, but let's just say the average person who is passed on, most people just go on to heaven, and that's great, and that's wonderful. Some people remain behind because they're angry and they're afraid about their life and they have lots of problems and they're not well-adjusted at all. And so they also do this as well. But demonic spirits are a whole different kind of being, and they're very, very powerful, and all it takes is a little bit of an attack, and that can turn a person into to somebody who's so angry that they might actually take action over that. They might actually hurt themselves or something. Sometimes the goal is self-destruction, to get somebody to hurt themselves, to feel bad about themselves, mm -hmm. to break up families. The list goes on. They seem to enjoy that, don't they? They really enjoy it. And, and the worst, uh, after doing this for decades and, and uh, you know, teaching people how to fight these creatures and also doing this myself, I've learned, you know, something really terrible, and that is, is that there's not always a good reason for the attacks, that the attacks can be very frivolous in nature, meaning that there aren't always good reasons for these attacks. It's not because they know you. It's not because they're trying to do something specific. They're just trying to see how powerful they are and how many people they can affect on any given planet or work environment, or in a family, if they can destroy the family, it makes them feel good. And that's really dangerous. Jeffrey, how do people download your Bad Spirits on the Internet essay? All they have to do is go to my website and send me an email, which is, I think, the proper way to do this, just so kids aren't doing that. If there's nothing in there that, that kids really can't see, but I'm, I'm very big on the idea of parental rights and, 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 and responsibilities. And so send me an email and uh, go to my website. You can click on it on Coast to Coast. Come to my website and just ask, and I will send you uh, a copy uh, of Bad Spirits on the Internet and also a copy of my latest book, which is called Moving Energy. And that kind of goes along with the same thing. And there are no strings attached, by the way. Uh, all of that is free. And I'm not going to contact you again. You can always contact me. I'm very easy to talk to and all that. But I'm not going. There's nothing. Uh, uh, there's no price. Uh, I want people to read it. I want people to know uh, how much danger there is out there. To be very, very careful when working and looking on the internet, when interacting with people on the internet, and how they can protect themselves. This is why I teach these these one-hour sessions through Skype and Zoom for all these years, you know, and, and it's because I teach people in one hour how to protect themselves.
In one hour, I can do that because it's actually really easy. The people who contact you, what kind of help are they looking for, Jeffrey? Well, the usually um, are the, the first line, George, I usually get is, you know, you're not going to believe this, Jeffrey. And I just think right away, you know, I'm very polite, of course, you know, and I think I just heard it about an hour ago, you know, that, uh, yes, you're having a problem, you're not feeling good, uh, maybe something is getting to you at work, some kind of work environment problem, uh, maybe there's some very negative feeling in a person's apartment or their home or their condominium, and, or maybe they, they just moved into it, it doesn't feel right, maybe they don't feel right in their family unit and they want clearings, they want clearings, which is something I do, and you can look that up, people can look that up, uh, your listeners, and, and see what I do on my website. But, but people who call me up have a variety of problems. Sometimes it's really terrible spirits. Uh, sometimes it's just negative spirits. But the most common issue is that people are just not feeling as good as they used to. They're not feeling as strong, and they're not feeling as happy. And what's going on is there's an accumulation, an accumulation of emotional energy in our own body's energy fields from an overload of information that is negative that we get from each other and also the Internet and all medium sources, meaning telephone and communications at work and friends and whatever, whatever wherever we get that from, there's an overload. And a lot of people who call me, are just overloaded themselves with emotional energy. And that can lead to weaknesses and uh, even physical problems. Why is there this looming of this negativity, Jeffrey? What's causing it? Well, I think what's going on is the world, our world, the planet Earth, is going through a lot of changes right now. And we're going through a lot of changes as people. We need to decide who we want to be. Uh, There's a lot of arguments about how all of this came around and what the problems are. Uh, But I think this is natural. And I think the problem really is is that we're not being civilized to each other anymore. I guess I think back to time. I was born in 1959. I'm 63. And I remember growing up, we had our problems in the 60s. Oh, yes, we did in the 70s and all of that. But I think there was more of a civility civility going on. We were talking to each other. We've we got to keep on talking to each other, and we're not doing that so much anymore. We're shouting at each other, and that goes into the emotional stuff, and so it goes into the idea that there's, we're letting out our own anger and rages. I believe that from the very first day that we're born, we hold in emotional energies. We're taught to do this. It doesn't have to be. We're just taught to do this, and so when it's, when it's amplified, when, this, uh, when something taps into it, like a road rage type thing, and that can come from a news report, that can come from something you read, it activates all of this emotional energy inside of us, and we get super angry, we get full of rage, some of us, and at different times, some of us control it really well and some of us don't, and then uh, we start shouting at each other, we start getting angry and calling each other names when we know we can work this out. We have to work it out. We have no place to go. We don't have the spaceships to go somewhere else. So we might as well learn to get along with each other. What do the demons want, Jeffrey? Our souls, what do they want? Our souls are our personality. 
We are our souls. The soul is not a battery inside of us. It's not something that can be given away. It's not something that can be taken. That is philosophy. We can't sell it. There's a big, you know, people who call me up sometimes, you know, think, you know, hey, I, I've sold my soul, or I believe that a, a demonic spirit has sold my, you know, has taken my soul or taken over my soul. No, but there is such a thing as possession. But the idea of, of the soul is that it is us. It's our personality. Our personality is non-physical. So our mind is non-physical. Our brain is physical. So there's two distinct parts to reality. What's, what demonic spirits want is simply our destruction. Nothing more, nothing less. They don't have any big plans. They just want us to destroy each other and they're going to laugh about that and move on to the next place. And right now they're working all over the place anyway, not just on our planet. But I believe there's life everywhere. We talked about that on a different show, you know, that I believe that there's life everywhere mm -hmm. in the universe. These planets are not uh, all empty or anything like that. And so other planets are having this problem, too. And so, uh, you know, demonic spirits are just spirits that usually can't be seen. Sometimes they make themselves uh, uh, somewhat visible, and people do catch a glimpse of them, uh, because we all have psychic ability. It's not some kind of special gift or something. Some people are just tapped into it a little more than others. So demonic spirits are just out there to get their kicks by destroying families, seeing people commit suicide, seeing people shoot up their workplace, seeing people shoot each other, and kill each other for no reason. That's what makes them strong and feel strong, and it's really sick stuff. Are these the fallen angels, Jeffrey? They're, they're as powerful as the fallen angels. Uh, I do think there's some validity to that, you know, that uh, jealousy is a very powerful force. And so you have a really powerful good spirit and maybe there's an argument between these really higher good spirits, which we call angels, and then maybe one of them decides to get ugly and goes and does things. And there's a lot of religious uh, uh, thought based on those things, and I think it's true. But I also think that it's simply a type of spirit, a type of being that's non-physical, and they just really don't like us. And I don't think there's a reason behind it. I think it's really just uh, power and ego, George. And so that's the real scary part of all of this, is that we're always looking for a reason why they're attacking us when they would tell us themselves, uh, we just don't like you and we want to see your entire world fall. We want to see you destroy each other and kill each other for no reason, hate each other, hate your own neighbors, because negative spirits and demonic spirits are extremely unhappy. Well, they seem they seem to be unhappy. they seem to be winning the battle, Jeffrey. Are they? Well, I you know shows ago when we were talking, I would say no, but I've changed my mind on this, George. I think they are. I think you're right. I think they are winning the battle right now, and I, I'm very worried about the human race. And, and it seems as though there's a turning point right now where everybody, and I'm generalizing here once again, but so many people 
are really becoming angry at each other for these really small things or our differences or whatever. We could be working these things out. We have to work these things out. And so these spirits are taking advantage of this time in our world of indecision, of, of these great, we have to make some really important decisions uh, for the world coming up in, uh, in the very near future or we are going to fall. Uh, and, and, you know, I, over the years, the decades of me doing this kind of work, I have, uh, there's a little bit of pessimism. In your career, for what you've been doing, have you ever been physically hurt? I had heard uh, that you had been tossed off a couch and floated in the air. That was actually something positive. In 2004, um, I had just finished doing a live radio show. Uh, it was a contest uh, for businesses to see which business had the worst problem. And I went live uh, and did the, everything in person, did the show. That night, I went and sat down on my couch. I was completely sober, no alcohol, no drugs, anything like that. And all of a sudden, I was thrown in midair in my apartment. Thank God I had a high ceiling. Yeah. And, uh, so I was in midair for about 10 to 15 minutes. And I was scared to death. I couldn't even move my eyes. I felt a huge wind rushing behind me. Uh, out of the corner of my eye, without moving them, I could see a very large, giant book with pages turning very, very quickly, like the wind was turning them. And they were filled with symbols and things I did not understand and could not read. At the same time, I heard a male voice uh, a deep male voice of uh, saying something that I think was probably something to do with the book. Uh, and so I was held up in midair for about 10 or 15 minutes. I was probably at least uh, three or four feet off of my carpet in my living room. And I was just scared to death. I wasn't sure if I was dying. I didn't know what was happening. I remember that I used to do this technique back in the 1990s where I would try to stand there and turn my vision around with my eyes closed, and I did that. I, I couldn't think of anything else to do, George. And what I saw was a, a very long white hand with long fingers, sort of bone white, actually, and also a beautiful white robe, and it was pushing what looked like sort of a CD-type thing into my back. And that made me feel a little bit better while it was happening, but there was a huge amount of force and pressure on my body at once, I really realized at the time that the CD thing was very symbolic, and it was simply for me to understand that somebody was pushing some kind of uh, knowledge or, or a file into me, essentially, because after about 15 minutes, I simply screamed, I've had enough, and I, something released me, and I fell down on my carpet. I'm really happy I had carpet, George, and I went into my office, um, and and so uh, I put on CNN. I couldn't read a word. I sat there just kind of shaking for about half an hour. And all of a sudden, I felt really, really calm and really, really good. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, my, this is my spirit guides again doing something. And, and essentially what they had done, I, I figured it out. What they had done was they had downloaded some kind of giant file folder inside of me so that I could use that. And you know, that was 2004 so that I could use that to help people and know more about um, all the different subjects that I teach, uh, exorcism and how to clear people, how to teach people how to protect themselves, 
All that stuff is in there. All that stuff is still in there. That's an example of what you know, a positive spirit can do. I don't know if they're going to do it to just anybody, but certainly when I signed up to do this kind of work uh, with higher spirits, that I should have known that there would be a lot of surprises in store for me. Indeed. Let's go to the calls. Let's go to Denver and Jackson, Mississippi, east of the Rockies. Hi, Denver. Good evening, gentlemen. I appreciate this opportunity to speak to the world. But, but uh, Jeffrey, I love what you're doing, but I'm an ordained minister, and I'm also ex-Air Force. And uh, what I do, I pray before I get into any type of uh, gathering where I got to deal with forces. And I pray for the Holy Spirit to protect me with the anointing because I've been physically attacked and I've been hurt before I start praying. And when I pray, they can't touch me. And see, Jesus came here for that purpose. I guarantee you, I challenge anybody to pray and ask for Jesus' protection. You will not be attacked. Well, this is excellent. I mean, that prayer is powerful. Prayer is actually asking for help. And also, as an exorcist or, you know, exorcism is the art of command. And so when you're trying to accomplish something, you're asking prayer for help from higher forces or from Jesus, a very powerful spirit, very powerful. And so that is a good thing to do, and I'm really glad it works for you. Have you seen... I do the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm always asking for help from higher spirits in order to help other people, because I can't do this alone. Have you seen anybody physically hurt? By one of these demons? Are you asking me? Yes. Yes, um, I have. Uh, you know, um, I, I have in person. Um, I, I work uh, with people all over the world now, so it's a little bit different. A lot of Skype and Zoom kind of things, a lot of picture and telephone things. I can't be everywhere. Getting older now. But the idea is that, um, yes, and, and demonic spirits hurt people. They can hurt people physically. Negative spirits can hook, uh, sorry, hurt people on an emotional level. Sometimes when the wind is right, meaning that there's a lot of emotional energy in the atmosphere of the home or the business uh, or the, you know, the condominium, whatever it's going to be, that people do get hurt. Even pets sometimes can get hurt on a physical level. People can be shoved and pushed, or pushed around. And one of the things that I tell ghost hunters I'm more of a ghost buster, but when I do give talks in front of uh, ghost uh, hunters, I tell them not to provoke spirits, not to say, hey, pinch me, scratch me, bite me. Mm -hmm. Don't go into that prison or haunted home and say, hey, uh, prove to me that you're there, which is all these people really want. You know, I do respect their work to a certain extent, but they're not always protecting themselves. They want to prove to themselves that there's something else out there so it's, you know, pinch me or, you know, push me or do something. But these things can actually wait and follow people home and then attack them. So I do get a lot of reports about people uh, actually being uh, shoved and pushed, uh, sometimes being marked up at night when they're sleeping. That's yeah. also very common. Oh, yeah, I hear a lot about that. Brendan in Austin, Texas. Hey, Brendan, go ahead. Hey, thank you, George and Jeffrey. Uh, super quick, Neil from Santa Monica that called earlier with the book. Uh, I've been messaging the producers for like a year to saying like, let's get this guy on as a guest. He was super inspirational for me as a kid and has some interesting points about Jesus. Oh, cool. But, um, okay. Yeah, definitely. He calls in. So next time he calls in, maybe consider that. But um, Jeffrey, 
last night we had Sandra Champlain on, and she said that she had had no negative EVP experiences in 26 years. And I thought that that was really interesting because if anybody else caught this, there was me and Vaughn who had almost identical calls. We were both getting full conversations that were kind of negative, but I've had angel EVPs and deliverance over EVPs. And my question is that why do you think some people are born with different abilities and others are not? Because Sandra, she'd been in the paranormal investigation for 26 years and never had a negative EVP. And then me and Vaughn, two independent people that have never met, had negative experiences just uh, serendipitously. And right. uh, real quick before I go, Father Malachi Martin said two things that have always stuck with me. Only some people are born with the ability to exercise or free people from the authority of God. And the second one is some knowledge is so terrible it hurts you to know it. There's a big difference, Brendan, besides using an EVP machine device. Uh, it's not perfected yet, and so uh, different people get different experiences from it. Uh, I think that when it comes to something like exorcism, uh, clearing people and working uh, against forces that are negative, negative people who are dead, which are a lot of them, and also, which is just us, and also negative spirits, I do think that's a calling meaning that uh, you have to want to do that. You have to have some kind of innate uh, talent to do this kind of thing and be willing to actually uh, devote, uh, you know, a great amount of time to it. Now, I don't know why this person didn't have any negative experiences. I'm just happy for her that she didn't. But I don't think that's uh, a very fair uh, uh as far as the spirits that are out there, you have good spirits and you have negative spirits. So it's possible that she's just communicating or getting communications through this device uh, with positive spirits. Uh, you know, this is also a sort of a form of divination, and divination is not necessarily a bad thing to do, uh, but it has to be done with a lot of protection. Uh, I'm happy for her, but it's not reality. Uh, when it comes to the amount of negative spirits out there. Most spirits are good, and, and some are not. Most people are good, and some are not. And so, uh, you know, if we just talk to the good ones, that's great, but that's not what I do. I am a problem solver, and so my job is to help people that are not feeling okay, uh, whether it's just negative emotional energy or they're under attack by other people that are throwing negative emotional energy at them at work or play, or also negative spirits or demonic spirits which are attacking them. And that's a whole, whole different ball game. And I don't use any kind of devices or divination tools. Uh, I believe in the frontal approach, which is essentially using my senses, my mind. Uh, some, people, some people might call it their third eye. But it really is just psychic perception to actually uh, find out if these spirits are good or bad and what their intentions are. Good spirits we don't have to worry about. Uh, and people don't call me about good spirits, just like they don't go to a doctor and say, hey, I'm feeling fine. You know, they're going to call me and say, Jeffrey, there's something wrong. 
Uh, I get a lot of calls from nurses and doctors and, and professional people that work around very negative situations, prison guards that, uh, you know, that are in negative situations uh, with, with a lot of negative people that are, are not feeling good. And they can also be under attack by negative people and also negative spirits. Jeffrey, can people be so enlightened that they never get bombarded by the negative spirits? I, yes, you know, George, it's really a good point. Uh, there are people out there, and there are a lot of them, who have that ability. And, and that is, I think they have a natural protection system up. I've met a, a lot of people who have this going for them, and that's really wonderful. They are not bothered by anything, or so they think. And I think that also that's true, that it happens, that they really are not bothered by things that happen around them or spirits that come and communicate with them because they have their ways of protecting themselves. But it's not the average person, and it's not most people. Most of us need to do something to protect ourselves and strengthen our energy fields, and that is not a religious thing at all. And it's not a belief system. It's actually called non-physical science, and that's the area I practice in. Let's go to Mayat in New York. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mayat. Yes, good morning. What an excellent guest. Um, thank you, Jeffrey. I have a point of clarification regarding repeating your website. Uh, really appreciate your free books and looking forward to one of your uh, webinars, certainly. But I have a two-part question, and I'll listen over the uh, radio uh, uh, on that. First of all, and George, this is also a, a suggestion for a potential guest, because I recently received um, – Amazon is kind of brilliant in knowing what books to, to show up, and the name of the book is called Gray Aliens and Artificial Intelligence – the battle between natural and synthetic beings for the human soul by Nigel uh, Kerner, K-E-R-N-E-R, -E and his previous book was Gray Aliens and the Harvesting of Souls. So if you're familiar with it, but it certainly seems to affirm the fact that we are truly souls, as, as Jeffrey uh, uh, truly understands. The second part of my question has to do with something that's affecting me personally. Uh, I think it was Saturday, that August 26th, I heard a, a headline, a story that three blacks, people who had the status, because it is a status, so, I mean a social code, it has no biological basis, and we all come from... Uh, people who would be known as blacks, including their great art and science and ancient chemnet. But when I heard about this, uh, uh, some uh, so-called white supremacists, I call it white imperiosity, who just really knew, and I'm a denizen of dollar stores, and I love as an inventor the Chinese who are very clever in what they come up with to make things convenient. So I want your thoughts in particular on the outrageous rhetoric. And I point my finger right at DT, Donald Trump, because he opened up this portal as he started calling all Mexicans rapists and criminals and, and drug dealers at Al. And so his S.O. mouth and the Republicans seem to march right along in spite of four 
indictments, which there's a book coming out on the 26th. Everyone needs to read that, including what happened to two black women who the uh, so-called former mayor of New York City who caused the riot against a black mayor with the police and on and on. So I want to know, and, and also George had on, uh, I can't say his name right now, but the brother who wrote the book, The uh, Coming Ascension Wave, so that's on a more positive tip. But I want to know what we can do both individually and collectively to change this climate, because some of us are, are moving away from even wanting to be in the country. And if you have my concerns, and thank you, George, for someone who's so on point, I'll listen over the radio. Thank you. All right, take that part. Hatred is awful. Hatred of the innocent is an awful thing. Prejudice is an awful thing, and prejudice is learned behavior. We're not born with it. Uh, a terrible thing. And uh, what we can do about it is to change ourselves, essentially, so we're not uh, participating in it. This is the answer, that we each have to take responsibility for what we say, what we feel, because our thoughts have a charge to it. And so if each person would, would take a little bit more of an introspective look at themselves, I think this would be a better world. Right now, there's a lot of awful things happening I don't agree with, and, and it's happening to so many people. Uh, when it, in regards to the alien, I, I think that uh, the grays, you know, I hear a lot about this kind of thing. My feeling is that there's a, a lot of different kinds of aliens out there in our universe, and they're not all grays. They're not all one color or uh, one shape or one size. Uh, and so uh, I think the universe is full of different kinds of beings that we have yet to meet. And I think that they are contacting individuals, uh, probably not our government, but probably our governments, but probably individuals. Um, you know, I, I just I can't stress strongly enough you know, how the, the importance of us beginning to take control, not constrict, but take control of our thoughts. Each one of us needs to say, hey, before I say something, before I even think something, let me roll this around in my head a little bit. Jeffrey, are you particularly spiritual? Yes, um, I believe in God. Um, I always have. Uh, I think that there is such a thing as creation. I think there's such a thing as evolution. I think they work hand-in-hand hand together. And I am a spiritual person, but I also think that uh, God is a scientist. And so, uh, not that miracles can't happen, but also that uh, the idea of creation works its way into um, uh, you know, evolution, essentially. They work together. And so I, I think that I'm, I'm both. I'm sort of a scientific guy and also a very spiritual guy. Do you think that has helped you in what you do dealing with negativity and uh, demons? Yes, I do. Uh, it, it's, it's something... I was seeing spirits when I was uh, a little kid, and I didn't know what they were. I, it was just some people in, that were other people could not see, 
And so I knew that there was something going on already. It certainly has helped me understand that we're not alone, that there are a lot of mysteries in the universe, and uh, also some things about life and death. You know, that I know it's a big question out there that people have. You know, they're very worried about what happens to them after they die and all of that. And uh, I have memories of these kinds of things, of this happening to me, not near-death experiences, but actual memories. And so uh, not from anything I've read in a book, but I, I tell people my own experiences that they have nothing to fear. Let's go back to the calls. Okay. All right, let's go to Chris in Buffalo, New York. Hi, Chris. Go ahead. Uh, yes, hello. Um, I had a quick, quick question for your guest. Uh, forgive okay. me. I, I missed his name here. Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey. All righty. Uh, you were speaking earlier on about um, people that are on the computer and then um, seeing all like bad news and events and things like that. Um, and they kind of either whisper or transfer telepathically their... Um, their own emotions and thoughts and such, and they either feed off your reaction or they even get you to go and do worse things. Is it possible that something along those lines might be happening, which is causing a lot of the uh, random mass shootings and such, where, uh, from what people say, uh, just, oh, a sweet person, no problems or whatever. I mean, it's not the case for all of them, though, but it just seems like a lot of them are avid um, online uh, social media users, and then just one day they pick up a couple guns and go out and start. Uh, I think that it's, uh, it's happening with a percentage of these cases, that some people are acting on their own, but of course they are getting revved up by negative feelings about themselves, about the world around them, of them about negative uh, events, about uh, other people, that they don't like or they think they don't like, and all these things are, are happening that way. But I think it's a percentage. Uh, it's not everyone. But, yes, in some, in some cases, I think that negative spirits can, and, and people are spirits. So this could also include just things they hear from people as well as demonic spirits or just negative people who are dead and continue to do negative things are influencing some of these people and getting them to do things, getting them to do things that they would not normally do, that they might be sorry about later and might not be sorry about later. But I think that some, you know, we have an epidemic, as you know, of school shootings, of work-related shootings, uh, family shootings. It's way out of control. There's a lot of reasons these things are happening. But I do think that behind it are, is a push by negativity itself, negative feelings, negative thoughts, negative spirits, negative people, all of it. And so it all, it all contributes uh, to some of this happening. Certainly, probably uh, every event that is, you know, uh, these shootings, these mass shootings you're talking about, there's at least negative energy involved. It doesn't have to happen. People can get help. They can, you know, Talk to somebody like me and, and or some mental health professional as well or both and, and learn how to control themselves. And some of these people probably shouldn't be on the Internet until they're better or maybe not at all. Uh, but, yes, certainly that some of these people are being influenced by negative uh, uh, thoughts from other people and also spirits. It's amazing how that all happens, too. Yeah, too quick. Let's go next to whose turn is it? Let's go to Jeannie in Austin, Texas. Hey, Jeannie, go ahead. 
Hi, guys. Such a great uh, topic. And thank you, Jeffrey, for doing the work that you're doing. Um, when I was eight years old, my mother passed away of cancer. But back in the 70s, uh, no one really talked about really death in my family. I come from a traditional Mexican family. But also, uh, I just think in general, America is kind of death denying. But they didn't know how to talk to us kids. And I, I just thought my mom abandoned me. So I was really angry really angry and so it, it led all the way up to you know my early 20s I finally got into the music industry and I felt like it saved me for myself if you will you know getting to put all that anger into my angst in my music but then I also got into activism uh, way early I've been I've been in activism about 22 years animal community, community political and Jeffrey do you think that like I do sometimes even one woman, one woman protest because of just egregious things that I feel that, you know, I'm trying to bring attention to. But and there is a certain amount of anger that's going to happen when you are, you know, getting the guts to get up there, especially doing a one woman protest. But do you think that that's I guess what's your opinion about that uh, as far as it being because you were talking earlier about the anger and I just I really connected with that. But. Um, you know, like I'm getting ready to do a one woman protest. I'm, I can't talk about against whom, but um, it was a very egregious thing they did. And now I'm going to, uh, I can't believe they're giving him the platform. And I'm not about canceling people. I'm really not. I just think this person, since it was sexual in nature, I was also sexually abused. I don't understand why they give someone that kind of platform. But anyway, I want to, I'll get off the phone and listen, okay? Thank you so much. It's, it's natural for us to be angry sometimes. It's human nature. It's okay. It's when it becomes out of control and we start doing things, including self-destructive things or things that are harmful for other people, that's when there is a problem. And so you had mentioned music, and I want to say something that's very important here, that Negative spirits, which means people who, like us, that have passed on and continue to do negative things, which are a small percentage of all the spirits out there. We're just talking about negative spirits. This also pertains to demonic spirits. They hate happiness. Your happiness is their destruction. Now, you can't kill a spirit, but you can make them go away. And things like music are very important, positive sounds, positive lights. And it really doesn't matter what kind of music it is, as long as it's not some kind of destructive music that says, you know, hurt people or kill people or something. But any kind of music, we all like different kinds of music. It's something I actually wrote in uh, Bad Spirits on the Internet, which is an essay. And so how to go about pushing these things away on a daily basis. Music is very important, so it's important to listen to your favorite music. Uh, also using lights. Uh, a lot of different ways that I teach people how to protect themselves and how to keep to maintain their clarity of their home, living environment, and things like that, the personal space. But I also want to say that, you know, it's okay to be angry. It's okay. If you're an activist, it's a, a normal person as well. We're all going to get angry. We just can't let our anger get out of control. Let's go to Mark in Roseville, California, west of the Rockies. Hey, Mark, go ahead. Yeah, George, good evening. And uh, Jeffrey, hey. um, 
Everything Jeffrey has said tonight on your show is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. I did a compass reading um, when the sun did a 180-degree pole shift and how it affected the Earth's magnetic field, the positive and the negative side of it. And I came up with sin-wise. What is that? What is that, Mark? Sin-wise, S-I-N-W-I-S-E. I looked it up, and there's no dif- definition of the word sin-wise. It's separate. You'll only find sin and then wise, but it won't give you a definition of sin-wise. Well, I guess, you know, the concept is is that, you know, sin would be doing something that we're not supposed to be doing. And I think that, you know, most people have an internal compass where they look at it and say, okay, this is not right for me to do. This is not right for me to say. And we have to gain control of our own thoughts. Now, I said before, not in a constrictive way meaning that it's some kind of tension or stress or anything like that. This is just about, like, thinking about what we're going to feel, what we're going to say, what we're going to do before we do it, so we don't do something rash. That's what's really important here. So the concept of sin, you know, is kind of like a self-regulating type system that we look at. It might be something that we learn from one of our religious texts, it might be something we're taught by our parents or something we learn through another book or people or ideas or on our own. But the idea is that we don't fall prey to really, really bad ideas of self-harm and harming other people. And, you know, we all have, uh, uh, we can all agree on ethics. Essentially, don't steal, don't kill, uh, and there's a, there's a, a lot more. But we, we need to agree on these kinds of things on a practical level as well, that we cannot do these things to other people because we are doing these things, not everybody, but too many people are doing these things. And the, so the concept of, of sin is actually a good one. It's a self-regulating concept that means, you know what, I should not do this or I should not say this because this is going to have a negative effect and not a positive one. It's not being assertive. It's being negative. Let's go to John in Kansas City on the Missouri side. Hey, John, go ahead. Hey, George, thanks for taking my call. And sure. Jeffrey, I agree with you, too, times 20. I mean, everything you say in my experience, and my experience goes back to as a young kid at six years old in 1960 that I was exposed to evil in such a manner that it involved a Franciscan priest exorcism. Oh, what geez. I wanted to ask you is if everything... I was told that you can confirm, and it it goes like this, that ever since we got thrown out of the Garden of Eden, that when we're exposed to death and evil, it's been around. And one of the things Jesus did consistently in the New Testament was cast out demons. And if that doesn't give you an example, now in the Catholic Church, which I am a practicing Catholic, um, we believe in, you know, besides rituals, we believe in staying in a state of grace, going to the sacraments, you know, communion, confession, and their tools like green and brown scapulars, uh, rosary, mm, crucifixes. Yeah, the crucifix. St. Padre Pius called the rosary the weapon against evil and um, holy water. 
and these and just staying, and, you know, being a good person, not a virtuous person, not you know, being consumed by any kind of evil. And do you agree with all that? Well, yes, and you're correct. Jesus did cast out evil spirits. That's one of the things that this incredible spirit did, and also it's very well uh, practiced in the Catholic religion and all sorts of different religions, and in uh, in some cases, no religion. I myself don't belong to any particular religion because I choose to walk between the religions so I can help everybody. And, and so the, every, the, it is out there, and there is ritualistic formula for getting rid of negative spirits. Uh, exorcism is the art of command, meaning that you have to be able to command uh, a negative spirit to leave, to know how to do it, and know when it's done. Also, uh, command works also with my different things that I teach, because we're shaping energy. I teach people how to shape energy into different tools, into different protection systems that are not fantasy and science fiction and make-believe, but actual, real, non-physical energies that have an effect upon negative spirits and also negative people without harming them. This is about protection, not about, uh, about attacking people. Or attacking, you know, attacking spirits is one thing, but attacking people it's not necessary because most people don't know that they're doing this. They think that maybe that they're doing the right thing or their thoughts are harmless or their actions are harmless. That's why I say self-defense is really the best offense when it comes to people. When it comes to spirits, that is a matter of exorcism. Go to Jeffrey's website, which is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. Send him an email and ask for Bad Spirits on the Internet, the essay, and his book, Moving Energy. Thank you, Jeffrey. Keep in touch. Jeffrey, keep in touch. Jeffrey, keep in touch. Jeffrey, keep in touch. Jeffrey, keep in touch. Jeffrey. The Coast Mobile app is now available for download on iPhones and Android devices. You can become an insider directly through this app. This is a great option for our international listeners and new users will also receive a free two-week trial.